0: I'm going to start with this. Bill O'Reilly, welcome to the program. What is the biggest story of the week, in your opinion?
1: Um, so I'm on now. It's my turn. It's your
0: turn, yes. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> all right. Excellent. Welcome.
1: Uh, the biggest story that I took out of all the chaos this week, there were actually two very important stories for Americans that have implications going forward. The first one is that, it is clear to me that the fbi was out of control so the most powerful investigative agency in the world not just in the country um, was basically running a bunko scheme remember those old detective shows mm-hmm. the old jack whip bunko scheme and it is clear there's no denying it that they um basically colluded, love that word. Where did I hear that before? Colluded? Mm-hmm. The FBI colluded to get with quotes around get Donald Trump. So before and after the 2016 election that's the big big story that all americans should be very unsettled about go ahead your follow-up question
0: so my son said to me now he's 15 and we were talking about he said dad what what happened with the fbi and i told him and uh he sat there for just 30 seconds and he said well the real question is and i was shocked to hear this come out of his mouth who organized that? Who was at the top of that? Who allowed that to happen? Where? Couple, call, who was calling the ago, shots on this?
1: Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I, I don't know if you remember. Stu may remember, but he might have been off because Stu's off a lot. <laughs> um, I told you about a case Street group called the Bonner Group. Do you remember that? I do remember
0: that. I do remember.
1: Okay. Okay. So, the Americans don't know anything about this because it'll never be reported on in the, in the uh, media. So, every morning there is a conference call uh, that comes out of this group, they have offices. And they are basically uh, attached to the Democratic Party, but far more than that. They are uh, adherents of the secular progressive movement funded by George Soros. Now, as soon as you mention Soros, then you're a paranoid nut or you're anti-Semitic or, you know, you know what the media does. All right. But this is a true story. So everybody in Washington who, who works in all of the agencies and all of the departments know about this crew. And they know that this crew, they're activists, and they tried to advance agendas. And the agenda, of course, in 2016 was keep Donald Trump out of the Oval Office, right? Mm-hmm. That was the agenda mm-hmm. of the Bonner Group. Before that, it was destroy Fox News. And, and the reason I know about this is I got caught up in this. All right, they hurt me. So that's how I know so much about them, because we put our investigators and found out. But anyway, the sole agenda in 2016 was hurt Donald Trump. Get him. And in, those, um, uh, in that campaign, James Comey and McCabe, who McCabe's wife, you'll remember, ran for Congress as a Democrat mm-hmm. in Virginia. Mm-hmm. They're in that circle. They know all these people, and they know what comes out. So early on, and I don't believe that it was um, explicit. I don't believe Comey and McCabe had a meeting because they're way too smart for that and told their agents, led by Peter Strzok, the infamous mistress guy with the text, get Trump and, and that's our policy. That's not what they do. It's implied. Implied. And when the opening came from the bar conversation, in london between papadopoulos and the australian guy that was the opening that the fbi needed Aha! now we have a legitimate way to go in and try to surveil the trump campaign because we believe they're dirty it's like you know they know who all the organized crime people are they know they sell narcotics but they need an opening to get in and tap them this was the opening and then from there it cascaded into into illegality where they made stuff up they falsified uh, texts between the CIA and the FBI. They do all kinds of things to get the FISA warrant. So,
0: so that's what happened. So that's let me ask you this. Happened. What? Why did Horowitz, the IG, come out with this? I think the headline is mamby-pamby because he calls them in- inaccuracies. But listening to his testimony, he knows those aren't inaccuracies. He knows that is a forgery, a uh, 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 setup, um, uh, lying outright to the FISA court. He knows that. Why was he the said, language? You
1: and I, and this is absolutely true. And Beck and O'Reilly are one of the two of the few who have pointed out that Horowitz was disingenuous. Word of the day in his testimony. And the reason he was is he doesn't want to be attacked by the Washington Post, which is uber-powerful in D.C. But Horowitz did tell you what you just raised. Mm -hmm. He did say that, but he said it in such an oblique way that you'd have to be right into that swamp to know. He said there was never an explanation for the FBI's conduct. Now, what he should have said was, In all my years of being in the Justice Department, I have never seen anything like this, and it strains credulity, another word of the day, to think that it was an accident, to think that these mistakes, all seventeen of them, were accidents, just bad judgment.
0: No, but but they're not but they're it's it's not only impossible to have seventeen or nineteen mistakes all fall in the one direction. The actions of changing an, an email and reversing yeah. it, you know, cutting well, out that language. Guy is
1: referred, he's referred, and he will be charged. Right. He will be charged, all right? That FBI agent who did that. Now, did he do it on his own? Again, why would an FBI agent put his whole career and life at stake?
0: For one, why? Why? It doesn't make any sense. No. So, so Mike
1: Lee. None of of this makes any sense, but what, what your audience
0: has to understand is
1: that this Horowitz, powerful man, Inspector General of the Justice Department, did not want to put himself at risk by telling the American people what really happened. So he did the dance. He told you, but he didn't really say it.
0: The dance is what they all do. Okay, this is and, It's getting frightening because, as Ben Sass said, he said, I was ashamed that I have to sit two people down from Mike Lee because I've had this argument for four years, and I believe in the FISA system. I believe in the FBI. And he said, I told Mike for five years this doesn't happen. And he said, now I have to hear this, that it is happening, and it's happening in a case where they knew – this would get sunlight. They knew this would be seen. So if they're doing this now, what does the average American have in store with a FISA court? I mean, Mike Lee I came out and said... Asked,
1: it, it, I don't think that they knew it, they were going to get caught because the press covers for them. So you've got to understand the big picture. The only way you get caught Doing corrupt activities at the federal government level is if the press uncovers it because the watchdogs aren't going to do it. You saw Haraway. I, I know. He's not Elliot Ness. Right. All right. So when you have the press in the tank, whatever harms Donald Trump is good, and we don't really care whether you break the law to do it. This is the American press. All right. The FBI, they didn't fear exposure.
0: Who's going to expose them? So this is so, so this is so terrifying. Uh, you know, Mike. Lee, That's Mike, the right word. Mike Lee said we should suspend all FISA courts until we know exactly what's going on. IG uh, Horowitz said that uh, they are conducting an informi- uh, uh, an investigation in all of the uh, FISA warrants. But this, is, this should terrify people. And it goes so far beyond Donald Trump and Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff. This is a—this is—the Fourth Amendment does not exist today in America.
1: But, but I don't—I'm not buying into that the whole system, the FISA court system— What gives you— we, any... should remind, we should remind your audience, the reason this was put into place— was to protect Americans from foreign terrorists coming here and blowing us up, all right? That's the reason that this was um, put into place during Bush the Younger's administration, to give the federal agencies, FBI, CIA, NSA, more latitude to surveil people who might harm us. But, Bill,
0: this is the same kind of thing that Schiff was doing when he went into the SCIF and said, hey, I'm going to do these three phone numbers— well the, those were the, well,
1: that's a t and t i know See, but a t and t could have said no, and Schiff would have lost in court that's a t and t and who does a t and t own c n n okay so what, what what's what's happened here is corruption number one, but i believe the corruption was directed by james comey and andrew McCabe, and i believe they will be indicted when the justice department Wraps up its investigation, Durham. But between now and Durham Bar putting people in handcuffs, which will probably be in July, mm. okay, you're going to see attacks on both Bar and Durham like you've never seen by the press, which wants to harm Donald Trump. All of this, and I don't even know if Trump knows it, I think he does, is going to help him get reelected donald trump because even even the dimmest of americans know the fix was in all of this stuff was contrived it was based on nothing but getting president trump and when you have an apparatus a federal apparatus devoted to getting a president that's corruption beyond anything that we've seen
0: okay i want to take a quick break we're with bill o'reilly um from com, you can watch his show and uh get all of his uh, uh get all of his opinions every day at com. i want to pause here because i want to come back and um ask you about what do you think the senate is going to do how are they going to investigate because people do be- belong in handcuffs And people need to pay a high price, because if not, we have a banana republic right now. There's a banana republic that is happening. And if we don't get control of this, we all lose our freedom. Uh, And we'll go to that in just a second. First. All right. So, Bill. What is the I saw a story just a few minutes ago that looks like Lindsey Graham's not going to call any witnesses for the impeachment trial. I think they're just going to just dismiss this, uh, which I guess would be a good legal uh, way to do it, because, you know, as Mike Lee said, when you've won the case, sit down and shut up. Uh, However. I think that's really bad for the country because we have to expose all of this.
1: You know, it's a very hard call. I understand that um, if the Republicans put on a trial in the Senate, the Democratic Party will be embarrassed. Uh, You'd have a lot of court fights. They'd subpoena Schiff. He'd say no. They'd subpoena Biden. He'd say no. Um, then they go to court, and it goes on and on and on and on. But I think the strategy that Mitch McConnell, and you have to assume Donald Trump is involved with this, I think what they have um, done is looked at the polls. And the polls, which are push polls, which means that Quinnipiac and Monmouth and all of these polling agencies, they wanted a certain outlook. And what they wanted was that the majority of Americans want President Trump removed from office. But it didn't turn out that way in both polls. Um, Even though if you look at the methodology, which, of course, BillOReilly.com does for every poll, you see far more Democrats polled than Republicans, which in a case like this is not fair. But even then... Only 45% of the respondents want him removed because of this stuff. So that McConnell and Trump basically say, we won. And we can use this to demonize the Democratic Party. Yeah, we might get a little bit more in a trial, but we have enough now. I mean, Joe Biden himself, even though he's come up in the Democratic polls, I mean, my God, they could just bludgeon him with this Ukraine stuff. And so I think that's a strategy, and that was the decision that was made.
0: So is any of the actual corruption in Ukraine with the Democratic Party, Barack Obama, and what is happening with our State Department and what is happening with our FDI and Justice Department, is that going to be exposed and and corrected? Because I don't see that happening unless you have... Unless Donald Trump has a trial in the Senate with a Supreme Court justice and Donald Trump is tweeting all the time, I'm going to sit in the gallery and I might just blurt things out because then people will watch it and they will think, see it. I don't think
1: Trump has ever sat in a gallery And his life. I know, I know, I know. Um, look, the only chance that we, the people, have of really knowing the extent of the corruption in the 2016 election is John Durham. That's it. Now Barr is a pretty feisty guy, the Attorney General. He has made it quite clear that he is appalled by the corruption in the American press and the corruption in the Democratic Party. Is he a partisan? Yes, he is. Is he a Trump supporter? No doubt about it. But he has power now. And that's why you saw uh, Stedman, I mean, I mean, um, the former attorney general. He doesn't look exactly
0: like Oprah's boyfriend, by he the way. He does, kind of, yes.
1: Um, come out yesterday and attack him. And, and as I said, you're going to see Barr. But Barr can take this investigation anywhere he wants to take it. So if Barr himself believes it was massive corruption in Ukraine in 2016. That'll find its way into the final Justice Department report. But that's really the only hope.
0: I don't like it. I don't like it. This cor- unless you
1: go over there,
0: yeah, back, learn this, how to speak Ukrainian, this, and uh, I shake them out. You yeah, know, I would hey, like tell to tell me what happened over here. I would like to, and we're working on that. Uh, I, I just, I fe- I tremble for my country. To quote uh, Thomas Jefferson, uh, "This is so corrupt and so." Um, Uh, unjust on what's happening right now and the ramifications are so big it must be exposed and i think donald trump is the only one that can that can make that happen because he knows how to draw a crowd but somebody's got to do it the right way more with bill o'reilly in a second There is something big happening in Virginia, and we have Cam Edwards, who has been a you know a Second Amendment guy forever. He's um, the host of Forty Acres and a Fuel. He's uh, and a fool. He's he's part of the uh, Blaze Podcast Network. Uh, he's coming up, and we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in Virginia coming up in just a little while. Bill O'Reilly is with us now from BillOReilly.com. dot com. Uh, Bill, let me let me go across the water here for a second. I think there is a real lesson to be learned from Brexit uh, and from this vote. Um, uh, it was, was really a referendum of do the politicians have to listen to the people or not?
1: Uh, I tweeted yesterday. Do you know I tweet, back. Did you I
0: know didn't, that? No, I didn't. I, I Man, I missed I that
1: one. I have to full disclosure, I have no idea how to do that, right. but I have people... <laughs> I have people that tweet in my uh, Corgi, Mm -hmm. my Corgi Holly the Terror Dog has 3,265,000 Twitter followers. Wow. So yesterday I tweeted that the election in Britain um, may forebode bad tidings for the Democratic Party here. Mm -hmm. And the reason is that there's not a lot of difference between Boris Johnson uh, and Donald Trump. I agree. Not a lot of difference. Um, Neither one is a uh, rational politician. They are both emotional men. Um, They both are populists. Mm -hmm. And Johnson um, kicked some serious um, Labor Party butt over there.
0: Right. And there's not a lot of difference between the extreme on the left here and the extreme on the left of the Labor Party there.
1: Well, I think they're communists over there. I mean yeah well um, Jeremy Corbin I mean my god but um the the real takeaway for Americans who really don't care what happens in uh, the British Isles most of us um is that there comes a point where the folks the regular folks not the ideologues not the really politically involved people but just the people they they reach a point where they go enough and I think The Democratic Party, and I believe that the chieftains know this, are seeing that happen now. Enough of Adam Schiff, enough of Nancy Pelosi, enough of Gerald Nadler, enough of the fawning press, the corrupt press, CNN's ratings. rock, And and it's amazing. These are the biggest stories. And they have three-year lows in ratings. That's a repudiation of the outfit. All right. And I think that's where we're getting. Now, if Donald Trump would be astute, he could harness this. Mm -hmm. But instead, he attacks a 16-year-old girl out of Sweden who wants it to be cooler. Yeah, you know, I'm saying to myself, no. No, this is not where you should be focusing. That is attention. the di-
0: that is the difference between Boris Johnson and uh, Donald Trump. Boris Johnson is much more calculated in his moves.
1: I don't know that Boris Johnson is brawling outside a pub, so I'm not sure that's accurate. Uh, um, but as far as Donald Trump is concerned, I mean, why, why don't. Take your eye off the corruption. I agree. You know, you can win the election. Did I tell you I had uh, supper with Trump? Yes. Okay. Too many times. I don't want to be redundant or repetitive on uh, the Glenn or Fuller, program. Or and And, and in droppy. that supper, I, I basically <laughs> said, and I would say this to Barack Obama or uh-huh. to anybody, uh-huh. I said, look, if you want to win... All you have to do is say one simple thing. You may not like me, but do you really want them? That's it. That's all. And most Americans, I believe, at this point in history say, no, we don't want them. We don't want the New York Times. We don't want Me Too. We don't want all of this PC crap where you can't say anything We don't want it. And therefore, we'll vote for the guy who opposes it. That's what it's going to come down to.
0: So the media is, I mean, Chuck Todd uh, on Meet the Press and and then MSNBC and CNN, you know, not really covering uh, the uh, Horowitz testimony and the reaction to the Horowitz testimony. It is... I've never seen anything. I am willing now to say that the press on the on the whole is an enemy of the Constitution of America. They well, they 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 are a they are a danger and a detriment to our basic Bill of Rights.
1: But let's get more specific, Beck. All right, then the press and the media. We can demonize them all day long. And just so your audience knows. In the opening of the Horowitz report, the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, Lindsey Graham, gave a statement. MSNBC, which is run by NBC News, correct, which is run by Comcast, refused to take Lindsey Graham's statement. Mm-hmm. However, when the minority ranking member, Dianne Feinstein, they came were there. On, MSNBC took it. Mm-hmm. Now, that's unheard of for a news agency correct but that comes from comcast now the most important soundbite in the last two weeks from a politician was michael bloomberg who told the cbs morning news that hey Yes, I ordered my news agency not to cover me or any of the Democrats running for president, while at the same time gave them the green light to hammer Donald Trump as much as possible. And the woman on CBS said, well, that doesn't seem right. And Bloomberg looked at her and said, I sign the checks. And if you accept my checks, there are restrictions on what you do. That was the most important soundbite that anybody could digest. Bloomberg basically telling the American people, "I am going to control the news flow in my agency, and that's what they do in every other agency."
0: So you're saying it's important. You're saying it's important because he actually is telling the truth.
1: He's telling the truth, and the corporations are dictating the coverage, not. Uh, what's-his-name on Meet the Press, Um, not Jake Tapper. These people are taking orders, all right? They are ordered to do things, and sometimes it's explicit, and sometimes it's implicit, but they are not going to go against their corporate masters
0: who sign their checks. So there's there's a there's a new uh, well. It's not new. Um, they're calling everything now, including the Horowitz uh, stuff, a uh, a conspiracy theory. Yes,
1: right-wing conspiracy, right wing conspiracy. Absolutely. How is? But you know what? It's not getting any traction. It's not. And that's the good news. I don't want. You know, it's Christmas time, and I, I have a plug I need to make. Right, yeah, yeah, every, I, 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 I got it. I but got it. it's Christmas time, and it's goodwill toward man. And I don't want people to be depressed. The turnaround is coming, and the turnaround is not political, it's cultural. Mm -hmm. People are starting to understand that their rights are being threatened on a number of different levels. We talked about the FISA warrants. You've talked about the Second Amendment. Um, I do that on BillOReilly.com all the time. We've talked about the First Amendment freedom of speech. Okay, people are starting to say, you know what, this totalitarian left that is on display during every Democratic debate, this is a threat to me and my family. Economically, it's a threat. Socially, it's a threat. And my basic freedoms would be eroded if these people get power. That turnaround, all right, is here. Now, again, you're not going to see it reported. You're not going to hear it. But I, I, you know, everybody. I have an advantage in life, Beck, because everybody knows me. About fifty percent of people know you, but everybody <laughs> knows me. All right. So wherever I go, people engage, and they're and because I'm six four, two fifteen, they they're not nasty because uh, you know, as an Irish guy who knows what he's going to do, they're nice. But they ask questions and then they offer opinions, and almost a hundred percent of them. I've had enough of this. I have had enough. And again, Trump may blow it. He may not understand the winds.
0: Well, here's this is what I wanted to ask because it goes right to that. I think he has the clearest path to victory since Reagan and Mondale. However, he could blow it. And what, could blow uh, it. what people are saying is that his paranoia is increasing, et cetera, et cetera, which you would understand. You just, had dinner, that, you it, you just no. had dinner with him. You didn't see it because you just had dinner with him. Not true. Uh,
1: I didn't. I don't know if it's true or not, but I didn't see it. All right. And I believe me, I've known a man for 30 years, so I can put him into perspective. He was the same, although he is very well aware that he's president of the United States, so I can't just go, hey you pinhead you know like i could when he wasn't sure well, yeah, you, know, you can't but he was essentially the same when i was speaking to him alone as he had been when i went to the yankee game with him and the Nick game with him way back uh-huh. all right i didn't see him facial tics or you know any i didn't and i you know look the man is under unbelievable pressure
0: never seen anything like
1: incredible it. right yeah But that night, it was a three-hour dinner, Beck. I was trying, I was looking away, i got to get out of here. I mean, but it was the White House, my God. You know, it's such a magnificent, majestic place. And I was lucky to be invited. But, no, I don't see him as uh, being anything other than he has been. But the lack of discipline in his presentation on Twitter, at the rallies, going after the 16-year-old girl from Sweden, that could yeah. derail the whole thing. I agree.
0: I agree. Bill O'Reilly, thank you so much. What do you have on BillOReilly.com and for Christmas?
1: Well, I, I, you know, I want to tell you, we have had an unbelievable year on BillOReilly.com, and a lot of that is thanks to Beck because I'm on every Friday with Beck, and, and, you know, the word gets out. So we're going to have the best election coverage next to Beck. He'll have the best. I'll have second best. I have to say that, or he'll cut me off.
0: Unbelievable. Um, This is as humble as he gets.
1: Yeah, if (laughs) you want signed copies of the United States of Trump, which are great stocking stuffers. This is the last roundup here on BillO'Reilly.com because we want to get them to you before Christmas. Book is a fabulous success. Thank you again. A lot of it's for you and Stu. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, I know you guys like the book, and I really
0: appreciate it. Mm-hmm.
1: So I just wanted to plug that and uh, wish you guys. Are you going to be here next Friday? Or are we going to chat? Are you gone?
0: Uh, I am going to be here next Friday.
1: All right, so I'll, I'll make myself available to you, All right. Beck. I, I, oh, you, well, that's big of you.
0: It's you know, I, I will. You'll take that I, free you know, hour I, I of advertising. I, that's, that's... I, have
1: to, I have to say, I thought our discussion today
0: was one it's of the mediocre. best. Uh, yes, it's one of the best. <laughs> no, wasn't. Uh, it, <laughs> you Bill, know I know it was one of the best? <laughs> didn't say it. A blank and word. No, I just let you go, Bill. Bill <laughs> just listen. Thank you so much. God bless. We'll All talk right, to you bye. next week, bye. Bill O'Reilly from BillOreilly.com. dot com. Uh just looking at uh you know we're so close to Christmas um and quite honestly I think we're all kind of just there aren't we aren't we coasting just until the holiday <laughs> um by the way we're a judeo-christian nation we should be able to have the jewish and the christian holidays I'm just saying as a nation it's important we would work like 5 days a year if that happened and I'm <laughs> I'm all for it uh anyway um uh jumanji is opening tonight jumanji the next level glenn not just jumanji i loved you i i'm in love with the rock he runs for 2024 <laughs> between him and Nikki haley i don't know man kanye i mean you gotta go no, I, I, I know there i don't know <laughs> between the other two All i mean right. i really like the rock Really? You don't know any of his policies, but... No, no. I don't know any of his policies. It is that important like, don't, anymore? Nope, I don't not Not at so. all. Not Th- at all.
1: That's out this weekend. I'm really uh, interested to see Richard Jewell from Clint Eastwood, which
0: I think looks really, really good. So do you remember covering that? Yeah, uh, it was before. No, it was I remember before. watching the coverage. Yeah, yeah, I remember covering it and thinking, this is crazy. What's happening? Um, and I don't really remember... How it all ended. Oh, this is the thing. This is like basically my favorite genre of movies, which is um, dramatic tellings of recent
1: historical events. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I love these things. Every time Mm -hmm. they come out, I want to see it. But I I can't look at any of the coverage on it because I don't want to relearn the story. I want to. I want it to be revealed in the movie,
0: and then I can go back and see where they, you know, took artistic license here and yeah. there. But I don't want to like go back and know the whole story before I go. Well, the press is very upset about it, yes. and I can't wait to read one of the reviews to you because their hypocrisy is <laughs> unbearable. Is stunning, <laughs> just stunning. All right, we're going to talk about the Second Amendment and this big movement that is now happening in Virginia. Coming up in uh, just a second. You're listening to Glenn Beck.